0: Peace of our Lord be with you. you. As you may have noticed from your own reading of the Bible, when it comes to the size of the circle of the welcome of God, the Bible speaks with varied voices which is not to say that the Bible is in contradiction with itself, but which is to say that the Bible is in conversation with itself. This page talking to that page. This chapter texting that chapter. These verses versus those verses some drawing a small circle of welcome around God, while others draw around God a circle of welcome as wide as the world. Take, for example, this morning's lesson from the book of Ruth. When the book of Ruth rejoices that Boaz, who was an Israelite, married Ruth, who was a Moabite, and that they produced a child who would grow up to be an ancestor of King David? The book of Ruth draws a much wider circle of welcome than the one we find in the book of Deuteronomy, where the Bible says, No Moabite shall be admitted to the assembly. Of the Lord. With those words, the book of Deuteronomy draws around God a circle of welcome too small to take in a Moabite. But then comes the book of Ruth, which redraws the circle of God's welcome by embracing a Moabite and making her not only a tolerated member of the family of God, but a celebrated ancestor of Israel's greatest king. One small example of the Bible's conversation with itself concerning the size of the circle of the welcome of God. Then not unlike the Bible's varied voices concerning the Moabites there is the case of the eunuchs in Deuteronomy 23 and verse 1 the Bible says that those who have become eunuchs are not welcome to enter the house of the Lord but then Isaiah 56, 3, says that eunuchs are not only welcome, but wanted in the house and family of God. Another example of the Bible's conversation with itself concerning the size of the circle of God's love and welcome. One verse drawing the circle of God's welcome Too small to take in eunuchs. While another verse draws the circle of God's welcome too large to leave them out. Then, of course, there is Jesus Himself. In a moment from Jesus' life, none of us like to remember and all of us would love to forget In his encounter with a Gentile woman in Matthew chapter 15, Jesus at first drew the circle of his welcome, narrow and small, saying concerning this woman who was in such great need, send her away because I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But thankfully, two verses later, Jesus redrew the circle of His welcome, taking the circle of His love wide enough to include the same person He had previously excluded. All of which is to say that here and there and now and then, the Bible gets into a conversation with itself concerning the size of the circle of the welcome of God. Moabites are excluded from God's family on one page of Scripture, but welcomed into God's family on another. In one corner of the Bible, eunuchs are not welcome, but in another they are. In one verse... Jesus' circle of grace is limited to Jews. But in another verse, he draws his circle wide enough to take in Gentiles, like you and me. Back and forth goes the Bible with itself between the small circle. Particularity, which leaves some out. And the big circle, universality, which takes all in. A Bible-wide conversation, which interestingly enough, makes its final appearance in, of all places, the final verse of the Bible. Where in some ancient manuscripts, the book of Revelation ends with the words, The grace of our Lord Jesus be with all the saints. But in other equally ancient manuscripts, with the words, The grace of our Lord Jesus be with all. In fact, if you have a new Revised Standard Version of the Bible, there's a footnote, an asterisk, on the last verse of the Bible. And the footnote says, Some ancient manuscripts end with all the saints. Other ancient manuscripts end with all. So which is it? A circle of grace limited to the size of the circle of the saints or a circle of grace as wide as the world. Grace for all the saints or grace for all. The last verse of the Bible leaves us less than certain. What could be more perfect than that? The perfect ending to the Bible's never ending conversation with itself concerning the size of the circle of the welcome of God. Which in so many ways for so many of us is a mirror image of a never-ending conversation, which also goes on inside our lives. What do you think? What do you believe about the size of the circle of the welcome of God? Do you believe that God's love and welcome, ever really excluded, Moabites, eunuchs, non-Jews, and certain sinners? Do you believe that those verses are a true reflection of the heart and mind of the God of the Bible? Or A human reflection of the fears and prejudices of the writers of the Bible. What do you believe about that? I mean, when the house is quiet and the world is still, and there's no doctrine to defend or audience to please. Honestly, now. What do you believe about that? I always call it my deathbed answer. If you were on your deathbed, ah, now we're getting someplace, huh? If you were on your deathbed and somebody asked you that question, what do you really believe? About the size of the circle? Of the welcome of God. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, because I believe that the most basic, fundamental, central, and eternal reality in and of the universe is the bottomless and boundless love of God, I believe that the verses in the Bible which draw the circle the widest draw the circle the nearest to the size of the circle of the welcome of God. I also believe that the deeper with God we go, the wider with God we grow until our circle of love and welcome eventually becomes the same size as God's circle of welcome and love. Amen. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response.